Hi, and welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a conversational podcast about my intentional journey. Living life with intentions. 2017 is when that phrase, Breaking Autopilot, began. That's when that shell was present. It's when I realized that I had choices and I was going to break that autopilot. And that's when I started stepping out in faith. The first one was attempting yoga. And not only did I just want to go to class, but I'm going to go ahead and teach it. Because I already know this is important. I know this is important to me, and I know it's going to be important to others. Because I know that, I just know that. That's what I don't really understand in some of this process as I've been going through my breaking autopilot is how you know something that's in your heart but not so logical in your mind. And that has me wondering if that was what becomes part of the thrill of the craziness of it is how can this be? And so as I went through that journey and I've been looking back and going through it now and still having some of those same, what is this? That... um I was okay with learning what it is. And there was something by stepping out in faith that was releasing fear. And that was also a thrill. Because what I've come to agree on through some of the different perspectives that I've gotten listening to and studying through is that life is, we either come from love or fear, is return to love. And Maureen Williamson's book is... And so much of my um, principles and faith are is that we can come from love. And when we notice that we're coming from fear, we question that. doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Fear can be a good thing and it's protective of us. Just something to notice. So when I have this feeling of you've got to do this, you just have to do it. Just like releasing the podcast. I have to do it. Do I make money on this? No. Do I even wonder how much anyone pays attention to it? (laughs) Yes, but it doesn't matter. And when I went into it, I said, if it helps one person, it doesn't matter. And over this time, what keeps coming back is it's not up to me to do anything with what I'm doing. I just do it and follow what my heart is feeling that needs to be done. And the fear comes with what are other people going to think? You know, do I look like I deserve to get to do what I do? Do I want people to see me hurt? Do I want to be vulnerable? Do I want them knowing what they know? And the answers to those questions is now, so what? It is what it is. Every person has life going on. And our perception and what we gather and where we come from changes so much about what it is that we actually see in our day. And I feel like that has been something I already had before I broke autopilot is some positivity. But now there's more framework around it and more perceptions and seeing that it is, that is what makes the part of the miracle that I'm in is that I see things as blessings and as chances and opportunities. 
and the struggles I see as lessons, um, the sadness I see as being alive and trying to understand why I feel as deep as I do in some of those emotions and still wondering why I can be so happy that I can't hardly even stand it and feel like I'm going to be Mary Poppins and laughing up on the ceiling um, and not even sure why uh, on it without drugs. <laughs> so I, am, I, I relish in being in the human experience that we've been given on this earth. Um, but I know that things are planted in my heart that I don't understand and I have to take the leap of faith for. So when I did the yoga, that was that leap of faith. And why can't I? Why, you know, let's release the fear and judgment from our, that we put on ourselves and um, not care so much about the judgment of what others. Remember, their opinion is their business and not my business. So uh, I didn't want to record something either for a couple of weeks until I had some time to reflect on it, some time to be in a process and going back to work is a huge deal. So while many think, oh, well, she's going to go back to work. No, you don't understand. I was retired and I liked it and enjoyed it and made the most of it. So my day was getting up, drinking coffee, getting the kids off to school Meditating, reading, more coffee, um, meeting people maybe for lunch, family, friends, new people, just learn how to crochet, whatever. I, it didn't make any difference what, what its purpose was for because it was about sharing space and time with people. Um, and then there were days that I didn't leave the house, you know, and then there were days that I was teaching yoga. And every time that I get to teach yoga, there's a blessing that comes from that. There's a peace in the ending that we shared that space and that time and we let go of judgment for it. And I, I can't describe how that feels um, to be placed in that space with someone and get to offer uh, that to them, let all the guards down. And so that's what I was doing. And I knew I would be going back to work. I knew I was. And I had pushed for jobs, pushed for this, pushed for that. Check the boxes. This is where I should be. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, hello. And it didn't happen that way. And you all know, if you've listened to my podcast, that I question that. What is happening? But you may not have known how much that I questioned it. Okay. And may, some of you that don't know me real don't know how many check boxes I do check in my life and how many times that I have tried to control things and people in the past. And so the fall session, everyone that I ever asked for advice was trust. I didn't even like the word trust, but it was trust. I changed the word. I don't like the word. I'm not going to call it trust. I get what your point is, but I'm going to call it flow. I'm just going to flow with it. I had to stop fighting. Fighting with myself, judging myself for things not working out, judging myself for not doing enough and be grateful and to trust. So every day, that's what I did. I wrote the little sign, how God, how do I do this? What do you want from me? And I trust it. And it's not easy. And so I began with the word flow. How do I flow with this? How do I go with this day? One day, one half day. What do you want me to do? Help open my eyes to opportunities that I don't see. Help me see every moment as the opportunity. And that's where the blessing comes from. I enjoy the cup of coffee. I'm not bored with myself. 
I enjoy learning. I enjoy reading. I enjoy taking a walk. I enjoy other people. I enjoy sharing space. I get to do this was the attitude. I get this. For however long, God, that you want me to, I get this. Now, in the meantime, because I did know that I was going to need to return to work and stable our income again, I was putting out resumes and sending out job interest and, you know, hey, still interested, ready to come back. Okay, I get it. Part-time's not really tapping at my door. So, um, and my part-time yoga is not making it, making all the ends meet. So what am I going to do? So I'm not going to worry about it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put, I'm going to show up with my intention to be where I need to be. And I'm going to randomly place different jobs in my HR background, my government accounting background, looking at some other opportunities, sending things out to private colleges, to private companies, government, wherever it was going to be and not worry about it because the holidays were coming up. So if something worked out, fine. But if not, then come January, I'll go to temp agency and start doing contract work for accounting and, and I'll make ends meet and I will, something will work out. It always has. That's how life is. And this searching, I've never been successful in just searching for something and it just working out. So trust, show up. Yes, I'm putting it out there. God, you got this. It will all work out. I enjoy every single moment, every single day. So now that I'm back into work and it did work out and it was a little lengthier process and I wasn't sure, interviewed before Christmas and then after Christmas got the word that it would and it took me a month to get through paperwork and approvals for going back to work, retirement and such, added in there and when I went to my first day, I had welcome Rebecca on my board. My whiteboard had welcome Rebecca with silver stars and silver pom-poms and the office door had red pom-poms on it and my office mate had uh, positive encouraging sayings and there find the joy in the ordinary I mean come on is this not meant to be because I wrote on my hand I choose joy in my work days I choose joy and I made sure that I kept reminding my that my planner from 2017 on the cover says, I choose joy. No, it was 2018's planner. I choose joy because 2017, I kept saying that over and over and over. I choose joy. I choose joy when I practice yoga. I choose joy to go stand up and paddleboard. I choose joy to do whatever it is that I want to do that's not harming someone else and try something new. And here it was right on my wall. Find joy in the ordinary mantra. You talk about me saying, oh, I know I'm supposed to be here. I know I'm supposed to be here. Matarek's supervisor has it as well with my soul on her board, on her wall, and motivational other ones in there. And I said, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. I already feel welcomed, comfortable with you all, and I feel good souls, good hearts. And now I've worked with them for two weeks, and they're smart. They're interested. They think broad and also in details. And they're good to bounce information off of. And they smile and laugh. I am where I'm supposed to be. 
right back in government, but no supervision for me. And that's where I need to be. No supervision. So I don't take it as home as much. And you guys know me, know that. Of course, everybody that knows me is also saying, let's see how long it takes. And I'm saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I don't have to worry about how long it's going to take or anything. I have to remind myself that it's okay to be where I am and it to be different. So when I went into the job, what am I going to take into my office to decorate? Now, my other office had degrees on the wall, certifications on the wall. Um, it had a few. Per- it had personal things as well, and some artwork on the wall. But it was someone else's artwork, and I wanted to fit the suit jacket appearance. I wanted. I wanted to be seen for the seat at the table. And this time, I didn't have to be running the table to have that chair seat. And. I could just be that support, that cog, and I'm so thankful for that. So what I took into my office was not the degrees and the credentials. You hired me, you know what those are. And I took in artwork from the last year, things that um, Skylar and my daughter and I painted uh, here at home, and and then I just you know on a painting night somewhere else at the studio, and that's what I put on my wall because I wanted color and happy and joy. I took in pictures from my desk of my family and my friends that that is who I want to spend my time outside of work with. And that is one of the reasons why I'm back in work is to create a better income so that we can do some more fun things for us um, as a single parent. And I'm reminded that I do not need to go down that rabbit hole and that career become my tunnel. I do not need to go back into the autopilot that I left, that that was a choice to leave. And so I want to make sure that my choice and my priorities stay focused. So I put the little yoga girl who's, who has the word breathe written underneath her right front and center of my computer. I put a little tree with Girl Scout fingerprints that they had painted uh, one year right behind that little, that breathe. That's a beautiful sky background that was in that little painting. And those are right there between my monitors, front and center. I put my crystals. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Here I go back into it and put it. But I wanted things to remind that that there is more to life than what the screen shows. There is feeling in the breath. There is feeling in intentions when I hold a crystal and say, I feel protection and I know where my protection comes from. I know it comes from faith. I know that my feet get nurtured and my soul gets nurtured when I plant my feet into the earth and I walk in the grass, that it's not just a carefree, whimsy feeling of children, but as I've been taught, it's the rooting and the grounding because it was all created by God. I want to be reminded of those things when I put those business clothes back on. So I've been wearing the same business clothes, which is also a plus. Yay, I can still fit in them. After a year, hey, I could have blown up after a year of of just doing yoga and not doing high cardio, but I didn't because I was mindful and I wasn't strict. Nowhere in that year was I strict. I was mindful and I did do yoga four or five times a week in there. So, you know, that, that also proved that to me that I don't have to do high cardio to maintain a shape. Um, But anyway, I wanted to be reminded of that. So throughout that first week, 
I had already taken on too much because I wanted to still do yoga. I had taken on a business to do yoga Wednesday through Friday, Wednesday and Friday night. My kid was doing Boy Scouts Tuesday night. We have family karate on Monday night. So that left Thursday, which then I was lucky enough to start dating a person um, that I'd met and wanted Thursday nights as date night. So I was now taxed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and working an eight-hour day. While those things in the evening are enjoyable and things that I want to do, by the time that I got to sit down from leaving in the morning at 7.30, and it would be 8 o'clock or later before I was sitting down, I already had to realize I couldn't do that. I could feel the energy. I could feel the jitters. I could feel that pressure. And I had to stop and say, Who says I have to do this? Who says? As one advisor told me before, who says it's up to you to do everything? And so that Friday night after that first week, I had already started saying, I'm not sure I can do this. Maybe I'll try two weeks at it, but I already know that I don't think I can. So Saturday morning, I wake up early before the house wakes up and it's quiet. And that's my perfect time to just listen to what's going on, to notice my body before I ever get out of the bed, before I ever start moving. Before I have the first cup of coffee sometimes, I'll sit there and think, what is it that I'm feeling? What's coming back to me? God, what is it that I need to address? What do you want me to see? And I already knew. When I, when I popped out of that bed, I already knew I was gonna what I needed to do. Now, being who I am, yes, I checked that against someone else. Hey, friend. What do you think I need to do? And by the end of that night, Saturday night, I already had the person who would sub for me once a month on Wednesdays for that Wednesday class. I'd already worked with her and asked her if she was wanted to take them as the primary classes and let me be a sub. So she would do every Wednesday, Friday, or two days a week, whatever that she would work out for that yoga experience. Everyone would get what they need. She had the time to do that. The company was satisfied that someone was teaching yoga. I hadn't even been there long enough to to be. I was known from some of the workers that had come to my other classes and stuff. But it didn't have to be me. And I had to realize that it didn't have to be me. And go ahead and give that. Because my priority was not to go back into that autopilot. Not to drill myself into pressure. But to allow space and time for spontaneous, spontaneous things. Whether that's reading calmly whether that's grabbing the kids and going to a movie or grabbing and going to dinner or meeting up with someone or having a date or whatever that randomness is, it doesn't even matter. But to not fill my time up so much that I couldn't even sit down or think until the next evening or until later that evening. And I knew that's not what I wanted. So I reduced those two yoga nights. And I was so proud of myself for doing that. And then I took a, a position at the other ones. And so these are things that I want to do, and I, and I will. But I can't do them at 100% yet. I cannot decide in karate that I can do everything and have the practice time right now because I'm leveling stuff out. It's cookie Girl Scout cookie season. Every weekend is a booth. There are counting. There are book, cookies to exchange. It takes up space in my mind right now. And that's okay. That's okay. In these first two weeks, that's what it is, is settling in, saying, what do I want? And folks said, I thought it would take you two weeks to figure that out. We saw that. We wondered that. 
and we thought it would take you two weeks. We're so proud it only took you one, (laughs) which cracks me up. That the other thing is that my friends and um, they're seeing me, but they're not judging me. They're not over advising me. They're supporting me. And that's so important for me too. I don't want someone to tell me what to do anymore. I don't want to feel like I can't trust myself that that was the big journey of 2018 is trusting. Because in the end, if I get it wrong, so what? It all works out one way or the other. It will work out. And what I learned is that I trust with what that passion is filled in my heart. And if there's something that's going on, then I think about that. And that's what that faith does. So I stepped out in faith to do yoga. And then when I went back to work full time, I had to step out in faith and release yoga. At least teaching it. It didn't mean, and someone reminded me, it does not mean that you stop practicing it in your life. And that's true. Doesn't mean that I stop all the different facets of, of yoga and Ayurveda, that they have to go by the wayside, that they're separate. And neither is my faith. My faith is not separate. Nowhere in my life anymore do I categorize that this is career driven and I have to think about this and and these are the kids and I have to slot them and when I think about them and this is my business and I have to slot it and think about it only and this is my dating and I have to slot it and think about it only and if I can only give attention and time to all of these things and all of these interests and all of these peoples and who am I not giving enough time to and who am I this do you see where I'm going do you see the sound in my voice thank gosh thank God I'm not there anymore, that my life is combined, that my faith is part of it, my yoga is part of it, my work, that it has the priority into my life, that that I can think about it all and talk about it all with any person who's in my life. And that's also important. And that's what I switched directions on, is that I'm at another leap of faith point with dating. And... I have no idea where this person has come from. And I don't, I hesitate to say it's so good because then I fear that it's not going to be. But then I'm just going to leap out in faith and go, it is what it is. And it is not explainable. Um, it's not explainable. There's just a feeling. There's so much laughter, so much conversation, so many interests, so much support, so much similarities, yet differences, so much openness, um, faith, conversation, prayer. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that I put a lot of questions to things that I don't know and I can pick them apart. And then I can begin to wonder why is it joy? Why would I pick joy apart? Why would I pick apart something that brings me joy? Because what's the worst case scenario? It doesn't work out? Well, I've been through two divorces. I've been through relationships that don't work out. I will not bleed out. There will always be a lesson in something. Right? 
So what's the, what's the harm and the joy with trusting and praying about it? And God, you got this one just like you got every other one. And when I felt quickly and said, I'm, I just want to date one person. I want to see where this one goes. And they said the same thing. And when we keep saying the same things, like, where did, where, where did, are you real? Is this happening? Do we get this? Absolutely, we get this. Absolutely. We get conversation, we get companionship, we get laughter. Absolutely, we get this. So, I don't know, guys. I'm putting it out there. If I come back a week later and tell you something else, who cares? Because it's life. And if anything that you get out of these different podcasts that you listen to me in is I'm vulnerable, I'm human, I'll never say I'm anything different than that. I appreciate the highs, the lows, the emotions. I'm responsible for me. God, I have to trust that he's got a plan for me. And when others, I can't accept theirs plan. I can't work it for them anymore. I can't make it happen. I can't will it to happen for someone else or for someone's feelings to be a certain way for me. It just is what it is in relationships in work and everything else. In the big scheme of things, where does it fit? And we are always going to survive it. And if I can take every perspective with what's here right now, joy. What's here right now, sadness. What's here right now, opportunity. What's here right now, questions. I don't know. Whatever's here right now is okay. And I honor you and hope that you feel lighter when you listen. Because you're not different. You're not someone who has to be perfect. We're all one of the same in this human experience. Gender, status, race, the others. We see things differently because we've been taught differently. We see perceptions differently. And what it is when we can send out encouragement into the world, compassion into the world. And we teach that. And we teach that there's something bigger, whatever that is, that it's not all on our shoulders to do. That's when joy seems to come in. That's when we can let go and say, it's not up to me. It is what it is. I am so ecstatic that I get to live this life, that this is today. And yeah, I'm getting ready to get in the shower and I have a full day going, but I get to do it because I choose to do it. I choose to do this cookie booth. I choose to, to all the activities afterwards. I choose them. And I find joy in those choices. And I love seeing my kids grow. And I love seeing them put inspirational things. And I love seeing my teenager roll his eyes at me because I'm smiling too much. (laughs) 
go live this day. Have wonderful time. Have a wonderful opportunities. Notice what you're feeling. You feel it and you don't know why. If it doesn't harm someone, take the extra step. Take the extra leap. Maybe it works out, but there's definitely something that's going to teach you. Fly.